Let's pray. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for another blessed time that we can come before Thee. Father, we thank You for Your Word and for Your teachings. May You guide and teach us and help us to understand what Romans 6 and grace is all about. For we ask this in Your name, Lord Jesus. Amen. Romans 6 and grace. We will have a look at what Romans 6 and grace is all about. The Christian world speaks a lot about grace. So what is grace? The preaching of grace gives Christians the idea that they can keep sinning. This brings some questions to mind. Why is it different for Christians today than for the Israelites in the past? Did not the mixed multitude also receive the Ten Commandments that were at Sinai? Where in the Bible does it say that we can continue to sin? If a Christian can keep sinning and yet all they need to do is believe in Jesus and this will let them into heaven, is this not unfair on the people that don't believe in Jesus and are still sinning? This does not make sense at all. And are these two groups of people not called the wicked in the Bible? Let us have a look at who received the Ten Commandments at Mount Sinai. Exodus 12 verse 38 And a mixed multitude went up also with them and flocks and herds, even very much cattle. Are the mixed multitude not a representation of the Gentiles? Are not the Ten Commandments for everybody? Are we not all from Adam? Have we not all sinned? The Ten Commandments cannot just be for the Jews, as some Christians think they are. In Romans 5 verse 12, it says, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. So we are all in the same boat. We have all sinned, as the Bible says. So what is our remedy then? Is it just to believe in a name, the name of Jesus? Is this all we have to do? This will then make it easy to get into heaven and have eternal life. This is the easy and broad way. There is more to believing in Jesus than meets the eye. We have to believe in the words that he spoke. Do you believe in his words? If you say yes, then do you believe in these scriptures where he said, in John 8 verse 11, She said, No man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. And in this one as well, in John 14 verse 15, If you love me, keep my commandments. Well, which commandments are those? Do you truly love Jesus? If you say you do, you will keep his commandments, as he said in the word of God. Well, we have seen from the last teachings that the commandments that Jesus is speaking of have not changed. This brings us to Romans 6. Romans 6 verse 1. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin, that grace may abound? Paul asks if we can continue in sin that grace may abound. This is the belief of today. We can't stop sinning, people say. But is this true? Jesus said to do two different people this. In John, 1, in John 5 verse 14. Afterward, Jesus findeth him in the temple and said unto him, Behold, thou art made whole, sin no more, lest a worse thing come upon thee. And again, we refer to John 8 verse 11. She said, No man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. If Jesus, whom we love and worship, said sin no more, 
then I can get to a place that I sin no more. The Bible tells me how to get there in Philippians 4 verse 13. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. It is Christ that can help us to sin no more and only through him can we become conquerors. So what is grace then? Let us start to look at what the Bible considers grace to be and not what man has told us grace is. Genesis 6 verse 8 But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Was he still sinning because he had grace? No. In Genesis 6 verse 9, These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man and perfect in his generations, and Noah walked with God. The Bible says that Noah was a just and perfect man. This tells us that Noah was not sinning anymore. The Bible says that all have sinned. So yes, there was a stage in Noah's life that he sinned, but he realized that this is wrong and started to obey God. Therefore, he found grace in the eyes of God. The word grace here also means favor, pleasant or precious. Noah was precious in the eyes of the Lord as he was a just and perfect man. The Bible says in John 1 verse 17, For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Yes, Jesus never said that we can continue to sin. We receive grace because the Father sent his only begotten Son to die for our sins. This does not mean that we can continue in sin as we need to become a new man. Paul says in Romans 1 verse 5, By whom we have received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith among all nations for his name. We are to be obedient to our Savior and he said, Go, sin no more. Also, he said, If you love me, obey my commandments. Do you believe these things that Jesus said to us or do you believe the people that tell you that you can't stop sinning? Continuing with Romans 6 verse 2, God forbid, how shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Only if we read the next verse, Paul says, God forbid. We can't continue to sin. Paul asks, can we that are dead to sin live any longer in sin? It is the carnal heart that wants to continue in sin. One of the reasons we continue in sin is that we think we are gaining something from it and the enjoyment that we get from the sins we do. We already can see that in just two verses. Paul has not given any Christian the right to continue in sin. A dead person can't sin any longer. So being dead to sin means that we go sin no more. Paul did not go against what Jesus said and give us the permission to continue in sin. It is the unbelieving person that says that one can't stop sinning. You have to believe that what Jesus said will be accomplished through him and only him, that I can stop sinning. In Romans 6 verse 3, Know ye not that so many of us were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death? Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. We as Christians are supposed to walk in newness of life. Paul speaks of a new man. 
This newness of life is not a continuation of our old life. We can't continue to steal if we were once a thief and then we become a Christian. This is not a Christian's life, nor is it one of a new man. Ephesians 4 verse 24 In that we put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. As you can see here in Ephesians, we are created in righteousness and true holiness. They are not people that continue to sin. In Colossians 3 verse 10, And have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. Now, if we are renewed in the knowledge of him that created us, and we continue to sin, then we are saying we are that God is a sinner, as we are saying that we are in the image of him that created us. If we are renewed in the knowledge after the image of him that created him, then we must become more like Christ and less like our old self. The new man, this is what Paul is talking about. As Christians, we are to be different to what the non-believers are like. Romans 6 verse 5 For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. In verse 6 Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. Now Paul speaks of the old man. This old man is our past self that must be crucified when we come to Christ. So we serve sin no more. Romans 6 verse 7 For he that is dead is freed from sin. A dead person can't sin. So Paul is saying that when baptized we are dead and are free from our sins. Our past sins are forgiven. This is what happens when we come to Jesus and repent. Repentance is a turning away from sins. Jesus died on the cross that his blood would blot out our sins of the past. This is all explained when studying the sanctuary. The cross is the first step as it was for the sanctuary service with the sacrifice of the Lamb. Jesus represents the Lamb, yet he was the Lamb that takes away the sin of the world. Romans 6 verse 8 Now, if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Romans 6 verse 9 Knowing that Christ, being raised from the dead, dieth no more, death have no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once, but in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. In verse 6, Jesus liveth unto God. In verse 7, Paul tells us that we are to be like Jesus, to live to God. Jesus kept his Father's commandments, and we too must do the same. Jesus is our example. John 15 verse 10, If ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. As we see from this verse, Jesus kept the Father's commandments. So, how can we say that Jesus is our pattern and yet we continue in sin? We can only abide in his love if we keep his commandments. The Bible is plain in this. 1 Peter 1 verse 16 Because it is written, Be ye holy, for I am holy. Leviticus 20 verse 7 
sanctify yourselves therefore, and be ye holy, for I am the Lord your God. The word holy means sacred, pure, morally blameless, religious, consecrated, and a saint. Be ye pure, be ye morally blameless, be ye sacred. Christians are to be pure, to live for God is to obey God. Romans 6 verse 12 Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body, that ye should obey it in the lusts thereof. And verse 13 Neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. 14. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for ye are not under the law, but under grace. Now, in Romans 6 verse 14, is where Christians say, You see, I can continue to sin, as then I am not under the law, but I am under grace. Here is a little scenario to consider. A thief is caught stealing, and the police put him in jail. Now the thief is under the law, as he has broken the law. The law is against him, and will judge him to be guilty. The thief goes to court, and the judge says that he must pay for his crime. He must either pay money to be free, or go to jail. The thief then goes to jail, as he has no money to set himself free. After his jail term is over, he is free from the law, as he has paid his crime. Now, he is under grace, as he obeys the law and no longer is guilty of breaking the law. No police will come to get this previous thief as long as he obeys the law. How can any Christian believe that they can continue to sin and yet find grace in the eyes of God? When we break the Ten Commandments, we sin against God, and therefore we are under the law, as the thief is under the law for stealing. If grace was like this in the world, then the thief would be free from the law, would he not? Because he is stealing and he can be free from the law. But this is not so. The thief is bound to the law until he has paid for his crime. You can't be bound to the law when you are obeying the law. You are free from the law as you have not broken the law. Can you see how this is being twisted around today? A Christian that is breaking the commandments of God is bound to the law and needs to repent and turn from their sins. To become a new person, as Paul says, a person that is breaking the law is always looking over their shoulder to see if they are going to be caught. Their conscience does not let them free from what they have done. You see, the thief only becomes free from the law once he has paid his crime. And once he does not do it anymore, he then is free from the law, because the law cannot condemn him anymore. Romans 6 verse 15, What then? Shall we sin? Because we are not under the law, but under grace? God forbid. Yet again, Paul says, God forbid. Shall we sin because we are not under the law, but under grace? Paul says, no, we must not continue in sin. We have been taught that we will continue in sin till Jesus comes. The reason this is because those that are preaching that you cannot overcome sin don't believe it themselves. They are continual sinners, just as the thief is a continual thief until he has paid for his crime. It also goes with the carnal heart, the natural man that does not want to hear the truth and thinks that they are going to be saved just because they believe in Jesus. Well, 
If they truly believed in Jesus, they would not listen to these words of man. They would listen to the words of Jesus. John 14 verse 15. If you love me, keep my commandments. So, the question comes, do you truly love Jesus? Romans 6 verse 16. Know ye not that to whom you yield yourselves servants to obey, his servants ye are to whom you obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. So, if you keep sinning, you are the servant of the devil. This is what Romans 6 verse 16 is saying. It is plain. Is this not what the scripture is telling us? If you are breaking the law of God, you are in bondage to that law. You are bound to the law until you have been released from it by repentance and turning away from your sins. Jesus takes care of the sins of the the past. This is why he came to die for our sins. Obedience that Paul is speaking of here cannot be what the rest of the Christian world is speaking of. That if you follow the law of God, you are in bondage. This is not obedience, is it? No, of course it is not obedience. You see how important it is to study for yourself. If you keep sinning, it is unto death. If you keep sinning, you are the servant of sin. You are the servant of Satan. Romans 6 verse 17 But God be thanked that ye were the servants of sin, but ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered you. Are we as Christians obeying from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered us? Well, it depends what doctrine you've been taught. If you've been taught the doctrine that you cannot stop sinning, then you are obeying the wrong doctrine. You are obeying the false shepherds that are leading you into destruction and death. The false shepherds that scatter the flocks. Romans 6 verse 18 Being then made free from sin, you became the servants of righteousness. The only way to be made free from sin is to obey the law of God. There is no other way. The preachers of today are leading people to the death. They are leading people away from the words of Christ, just like the Pharisees did in Christ's time. That's why they crucified Christ. They hated him, pulling the people away from themselves. Romans 6 verse 19 I speak after the manner of men, because of the infirmity of your flesh. For as ye have yielded your members, servants to uncleanness, and to iniquity unto iniquity, even so now yield your members' servants to righteousness and to holiness. Verse 20 For when ye were the servants of sin, ye were free from righteousness. You see, when you were the servants of sin, you didn't have to do anything good. You didn't have to obey the law of God. You were, the, you were free from righteousness. You were free from that, but you were bound to the law. This is where the Christian world is today. They are free from righteousness as they teach that you are bound to the law if you obey the law of God. They are still servants of sin. They are free from righteousness. Romans 6 verse 21 What fruit had ye then in those things whereof ye are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. The end of sin is death, eternal death, as said in Revelation 20 verse 14, and death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. Romans 6 verse 22. 
But now, being made free from sin and become servants to God, ye have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. So to become the servants of God, we need to obey the law of God. God gives this to us through his Son. We can only obey through him. Romans 6 verse 23 For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So to have eternal life, we must obey all the commandments of God during this life here on earth. How do we do this? Well, we have seen before in Philippians 4 verse 13, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. He will strengthen us to overcome so that we can be with him for eternity. What did Jesus say about sin and the servants of sin? Jesus says in John 8 verse 34, Jesus answered them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whosoever committeth sin is the servant of sin. So even Jesus said what Paul was saying. If you are sinning and still committing sin, you are the servant of the devil. So Paul is saying the same as Jesus said. Yet this is not what we are taught today. No, we are taught that you can't overcome. Read your Bibles so that you won't be deceived by these people. Paul spoke to us of grievous wolves. Acts 20 verse 29 For I know this, that after my departing shall grievous wolves enter in among you, not sparing the flock. Who will keep you from sinning? It is Jesus Christ that keeps us from sinning. We need to believe this. We need to have faith that Jesus will keep us from sinning. 1 John 3 verse 6 Whosoever abideth in him sinneth not. Whoso sinneth have not seen him, neither know him. You see, John says here that if we keep sinning, we don't know Jesus. If you have Jesus, you will not sin. This is what 1 John 3 verse 6 is saying. Going back to Acts 20 verse 29, where the grievous wolves would not spare the flock, most of the people that are preaching today are just in it for the money. They're not in it for your salvation. Think about it. Don't get upset with what I'm saying. You know it's true in your heart. 1 John 5 verse 18 to 20 We know that whosoever is born of God sinneth not, but he that is begotten of God keepeth himself, and that wicked one toucheth him not. And we know that we are of God, and the whole world lieth in wickedness. And we know that the Son of God is come, and hath given us an understanding, that we may know him that is true, and we are in him that is true, even in his Son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. Who do you believe, your preacher or the Bible? Just remember your pastor, elder or anybody else will not get you into heaven. It is between you and Jesus. Do you believe the words of Christ? Or do you believe in the man's words? Are you the spiritual man that thinks and says, Thank you, Lord. At least I don't have to believe a lie anymore. Or are you the natural man that does not like the truth from the Bible? It is a choice that we ourselves have to choose. So study the word of God for yourselves and trust that God will lead you into all truth.
we live in a dangerous times. Some just preach as they make a lot of money from it. Easy money at that. They don't care for your salvation. The only way is to listen to God, and that is in His Word. The truth can only be found in the Bible and the Bible alone. Satan is busy to have the whole world follow him. 1 Peter 5 verse 8 Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil is a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Are we being deceived by a roaring lion? Grace is not there for us to be able to continue to sin. God gave his only begotten son to die for our sins. So why will we be able to continue to sin and still get into heaven? This is crazy. It's an easy path. Christianity is not easy, my friend. Let me tell you that. It's a hard struggle. It's one where daily you have to fight over the sins, over the thoughts of the mind, over everything in your life that you do wrong. It is a fight. It's a constant battle. Paul refers to this. It's not an easy path, I promise you. I know I'm still struggling in this path. Also, that we can overcome our sins. And we can, because we can do this through Jesus Christ. He did not give His Son for us to continue to sin. Grace in Strong's means the divine influence upon the heart. Well, if you continue in sin, then how can there be any divine influence on your heart? Do the angels of God sin? Or is it the demons, the ones that sinned and were thrown out of heaven? And Satan, the liar, the father of lies, as Jesus said, Who is our father? Is our father the one who does not sin and has all his angels that don't sin? Or is our father, as Jesus told the Jews, the father of lies, Satan himself? Which one are we believing? God forbid that we as Christians continue in sin. 1 John 2 verse 3 And hereby we do know that we know him if we keep his commandments. Why does John keep saying this? He keeps telling us if we keep his commandments. But yet the Christian world is not saying this. They have an easy path, a broad way. Jesus said only a few will find the way. My friend, be one of those few. Study the word for yourself. Don't be deceived by those people out there. It is your salvation, not theirs. They have their salvation in their hands. 1 John 2 verse 4 He that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. You see, here John refers that if you're not keeping his commandments, you are a liar. Your father is the father of lies. Your father is the devil. Jesus told this to the Jews and the Jews got upset with him. They wanted to stone him. Yes, you may want to stone me now for saying this, but it's the truth. If you are not keeping the commandments of God, you are a liar. Those people that are standing there and saying to you that you cannot obey, they are liars. Their father is the devil. Don't listen to them. Listen to your father in heaven. Are you keeping the law of God? If you are not, you can't say that you know him. This is what John is saying. So the truth is not in them that are preaching that you can't keep the commandments of God. We as Christians need to read and study the Bible for ourselves. 
otherwise we will be deceived. John 3 verse 20 For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. And I tell you now, this is one thing that people, especially in the Christian world, do not like, to be reproved. As soon as you tell them you are sinning, they go at you like a pack of wolves. Don't believe what people are saying that you can't obey the law of God. John says that these are they that do evil and hate the light. This is why they are teaching that you can't obey the law of God. It is because they don't believe that they can obey themselves. Do you as a Christian believe that you can obey the law of God? My friend, you must. This is what you need to believe. Here's a question. Do you think you're going to go to heaven and continue sinning? Do you think that when you're in the mansions that are there, that you're going to go to your next door neighbor and steal their food? That's a, that's a wrong way of thinking. It's crazy. If we're going to do that here, we will do it there. We need to stop that now. How can we look at the rest of the world and say how bad the world is becoming, yet we as Christians are not following the Ten Commandments? How can we as Christians keep stealing from others or committing adultery or murdering or having hateful thoughts in our mind? Remember, Christ said, it starts in the mind. If you hate your brother, you are a murderer. So, how can we continue like this as a people? And yet the world is getting worse and worse. And yet majority of the world say they are Christians. This cannot be so. It is a lie. If you don't, then you too are one that hates the light and walks in darkness, as the Bible says. We all need to understand that we need to be a new creature in Christ. This is what Paul is speaking about. He's not speaking about grace that we can continue to sin. Well, if grace is there and you don't obey the law of the land and the speed limit and a child runs out in front of you and you hit the child because you're going over the speed limit on that road, you are a murderer. The law will say that you are a murderer. But if you kept the speed limit and the child ran out and you hit the child and it died, then it's not your fault, is it now? Because you were obeying the law of the land. Now how is it possible that Christians have twisted the Bible around and said that with grace you can continue to sin? But yet, when living in the land that you're living in, you obey the, the laws of that land. It's a stupid way of thinking that as Christians we can continue to sin. No, we need to believe in our hearts and our minds that we as people will become or will be people that sin no more, as Jesus Christ said. He said it to two people. He's saying it to us as a Christian world today. Go, sin no more. Oh Father, we thank you for the teaching on Romans 6. May you guide and teach us and help us to sin no more. Help us to understand more and more of what you want us to do, Father and how we can obey thee. Samuel said to Saul, obedience is better than sacrifice. Father, we don't like the word obedience, but help us to love it. Help us to love thy law and help us to follow it. And help us to study our, the word and to obey thee. For we ask this in your name, Lord Jesus. Amen. You can go visit www.goandteachall.org That is G-O-A-N-D T-E-A-C-H 
www.org.au